Hello, everyone, and welcome to the February 11, 2019 edition of the Colorful Plates podcast. My name is Jamie Moore, and I'll be hosting the podcast this week. First topic is about the weather. We're also chatting with our very own ProX sourcing specialist, Mike Moreno, about the state of strawberries. Lastly, we're talking to Chris Ford from the Oppenheimer Group. He stopped by our studio to give us a peek into what's new and exciting for the company. Let's start with the weather. We have very cold temperatures that continue across the West as a series of cold upper level storm systems roll through the region. Freezing morning temperatures will continue into the weekend across California and the southwestern desert regions with gradual warming expected next week. A weak system looks to impact most of the state on Monday, followed by a much stronger system midweek. Now let's jump into strawberry talk. This is Mike Moreno, our ProAct Berry Specialist. He is going to talk about the state of strawberries, given Valentine's Day is next week. So let's talk a little bit about the type of weather we're having and how that's impacting strawberries. Okay, so the weather patterns that we've been receiving um, in in various regions, uh, Florida and Oxnard, Santa Maria, uh, and also central Mexico, they're very sporadic. We're getting rain every seven to eight days and sometimes in in, uh, multiple day um, events. So it's been very difficult for the uh, growers to plane out and to line out and, and have a good good peak uh, yield. So we're having shortages in one area or another for the past two months. Uh, Florida got hit with rain about four to five weeks back. They were the short suppliers. They didn't have much. California is experiencing the same thing. We just had a five-day rain event last week, which caused the entire week here prior to the Valentine's Day pool to be extremely light supplies while they went ahead and stripped the plants and went to uh, freezer or juicer usages with the strawberries that they had. So it left us extremely short for a very high peak demand So if chefs are receiving strawberries that don't look the way they should, um, should they still use them? Is the flavor going to be impacted? Yeah, the flavor on a berry, I mean, most of the damage that you're going to see is a cosmetic damage anyway. Now, my recommendation is you may see a little more bruising. You may see, see a little bit of water damage. Um, but as long as it hasn't progressed to the point where it's got a mold or a mildew on it, um, it, it's safe to eat. There's, there's not a problem there. Um, my advice to most chefs out there would be to try and go through your usage numbers. And instead of ordering one large sum once a week, try and order twice a week during these, the next few weeks here, just to maintain a lower, uh, inventory of fresh berries, because these berries have less legs on them, as we call it in the industry. They just will not travel that far or hold on. That, that long with the freshness because they have undergone some some rain damage. We're just going through a very difficult time. The long stem berry situation for Valentine's Day is the, is a really, really crucial and critical one. Um, it's only a seasonal item. People don't order long stem berries in that much volume all that often. But when Valentine's Day rolls around, it's it's a big uh, it's a big item for people. They they try and pre-book, and we have just uh, had a very difficult time filling orders due to the uh, rain and just the shortness of supply in so many areas. We're switching gears and talking to Chris Ford from the Oppenheimer Group about some new developments and what chefs can do with Sun Gold Kiwis. Give us an idea of, I know you guys are, are a varied company when it comes to the kinds of products that you represent uh, in North America. Give, give me an example of some of the things that you're seeing that you're excited about. Well, a couple things. Um, one of them is on the apple side are jazz apples. Um, they're, uh, in general, they grow on the smaller side, uh, so they're perfect, again, for the same for the institutional business. 
They, they have a great sweet tart flavor, and we produce product in Washington State as well as New Zealand, so we are able to provide um, product year-round. It's a great, you know, been looking for ways to um, kind of break the cycle of the mediocre apple out there. You know, when you go to an airport or somewhere and you, your choices are a banana or a red delicious. Um, so we're excited to kind of push the boundaries a little bit, uh, realizing we need to be competitive um, price-wise uh, for the members, um, but also adding value in terms of flavor and consistency. The jazz apple's a real winner. Uh, you were mentioning uh, this new variety of kiwis, and I don't, uh, I'm saying new. It's new to me for sure, but talk a little bit about those, those sun-gold kiwis. Oppi has been quite a pioneer in importing kiwi into North America, and so we have a longstanding partner with Zespri. So we currently offer Zespri Green and Sun Gold Kiwi. Um, again, Northern Hemisphere produced uh, from New Zealand and Italy. We're in market right now with Italian fruit. There are several different varieties of yellow kiwi out there, but the Sun Gold stands alone. It's thin-skinned. It's got more of a tropical flavor to it. It's delicious. It's such a unique product that I think sometimes chefs have a hard time um, finding ways to implement something into a menu, taking a risk on it. My, my encouragement, for a chef would be reach out to your distributor, how they're promoting it, how they're using it um, and promoting it to be used. What are ways that you've seen it on a food service menu? Because I see it in retail. That's where my family buys it. My kids love it. Um, where are you seeing it being used in food service? Smoothies, you know, those type of products uh, as a dessert item, as a topping um, and gen- just mixed into like salsas um, or, you know, the, the success is going to be when you call out the product specifically. I mean, it's a high bricks item. And also, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention from a growing standpoint, uh, it produces a higher yield than the green, and the future growth of the category is going to be in the sun gold. You know, when you go to, when you look at the markets around the world, um, Zespri is a very international company, and you look at kiwi consumption in Asia. There's some Asian countries that kiwi is a top three item, if not a top 10. In North America, it barely makes the top 50. So we're, we're investing a lot of money in the opportunity in North American marketplace, uh, specifically in Sun Gold, because the, the, the growth curve on that in the next five years is pretty impressive. Thank you for tuning in on this wonderful Monday morning. Remember, it's Valentine's Day this Thursday, so don't forget to give the gift produce to a loved one. Maybe a bundle of green onions or a bouquet of Romanesco. Up to you. Thanks again for joining us today, and of course, stay fresh. <laughs>